0: Coming up, only three games last night in the NBA, but still there was some of the biggest names in the game facing off and plenty for us to tell you about here on Locked On Now. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories around the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Tuesday night. Now, there were only three games in the NBA on Tuesday night, but they were some of the best matchups you could ask for, including a renewal of the biggest rivalry in the league, which is also our biggest game.
1: This is Brian Kamenetsky, host of Locked On Lakers. The Lakers have been looking for a good win against a team playing well and finally got one Tuesday night at Staples. They cruise past the Boston Celtics 117-102, the final score. It was a slow start. Jason Tatum went nuclear uh, for Boston at the beginning of the game, but the Lakers once they weathered that, really did clamp down on Boston defensively and they used a huge defensive push in the third quarter to build a five-point lead into a 16-point lead going into the fourth. They really, they only gave up 42 points in the middle two quarters lebron james finishes with 30 russell westbrook continues his run of strong play 25 points 11 assists anthony davis had a strong second half particularly uh and was a force inside only had 17 points but it was an impactful 17 you felt him getting aggressive going to to the bucket particularly in the second half um and so all in all it was a very strong night for the Lakers. This is easily the best win they've had against uh, anyone, but you know certainly one of the, the, the only wins they've gotten against a good team, uh, a team playing well over the course of the season. Much more to come uh, on tomorrow's Locked on Lakers, so be sure you tune into that. But all in all, uh, probably the, the best night Lakers fans have had this season.
0: The Boston Celtics couldn't keep up with a high-scoring night from the Lakers and fell down big after halftime on the way to a loss. Locked on Celtics explains what went wrong for Boston in the rivalry game.
2: Hey there, John Corrales here of the Locked on Celtics. After the Celtics lose 117-102 in Los Angeles to the Lakers, the Celtics, I think, were expecting more of a Lakers team from that first time around where the Celtics kind of blew past them. This time it was the reverse. The Lakers were really aggressive. They were tough. Uh, LeBron was attacking. The defense was pretty good. Uh, Russell Westbrook was getting to the rim. The Celtics just didn't know what to expect there and didn't know how to handle it when it happened. It was uh, a very tough kind of return to some bad habits for the Celtics. Jason Tatum played great, 34 points, eight rebounds, but no real help. Yeah, you got some from Josh Richardson early. Yeah, Robert Williams was uh, getting some lobs and and a couple of big putbacks, some big highlights, but no other real help. They had depended a lot on Dennis Schroeder to be a secondary scorer without Jalen Brown. He had a really rough game overall. Did get to the line and made 8 of 10 from the line, but 10 points on 1 of 6. I think he was one of the reasons that things kind of went south. He kind of got lured into the return to L.A. and just didn't work out for the Celtics here. A disappointing loss. You know, you could handle the loss to Utah. That was fine. Utah's an elite team. This was a game that the Celtics needed to have a successful road trip. Now if they're going to come out of this 3-2, and they're going to need to beat the Clippers on the back-to-back and go into Phoenix and beat them, which doesn't seem very likely considering – their track record right now. I'm going to talk about it all in the Locked On Celtics podcast, so make sure you're listening and subscribed on the podcast and to the YouTube page.
0: The Brooklyn Nets went into Dallas last night and used a fourth-quarter comeback to beat the Mavericks, and Kevin Durant took over, as he often does, down the stretch to get Brooklyn the big win. Our Locked On Nets host has the full details of the win from the Brooklyn side.
3: Doug Norrie from Locked On Nets here coming at you following a 102-99 win for the Brooklyn Nets on the road against the Dallas Mavericks. Brooklyn came down from as many as 17 in this game, was looking bleak, but led by a fourth-quarter charge by an absolute assassin performance late by Kevin Durant. Patty Mills steps up with some big shots as well. The Nets pull back into this game, are able to take the lead in the fourth. An amazing defensive stand in the last possession, shutting down multiple opportunities for the Mavericks. Big win for the Nets following the loss over the weekend. They go on the road. They take on Luka and Dallas. It's everything you wanted to see late game. Kevin Durant shows why he's sort of a basketball cheat code late. We are going to be covering it all over on the Locked on Nets podcast. Check us out over there.
0: The Mavericks led this game before getting outscored by 14 points in the final quarter to lose by three. A devastating way to lose at home and Locked on Mavs tells us how Dallas handles this loss going forward.
4: The Dallas Mavericks fall to the Brooklyn Nets in a close one on national TV. Nick Engstead from the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here. And the number of the day, if we're going Sesame Street style, 19.6% for the Dallas Mavericks from three. This team is confounding when it comes to the three. They are getting open three-point shots, and they are just not hitting them. It, Luca had so many missed opportunities as far as he threw an incredible pass to somebody in the corner. Ray Bullock, Tim Hart, Jr., Dorian, some somebody whoever threw a pass them they would just completely miss the uh, brutal brutal shooting at Dallas Mavericks if they should like literally any better from that it's an overtime game or it goes uh, the Ma- it goes the mavericks favor uh, the other thing beginning of the fourth quarter steve nash instead of benching the two stars Kevin Durant or James Harden to start instead of going with just one or the other one to start the fourth quarter like a lot of teams do. He decided to put both of them out there, blitz the Dallas Mavericks, and that's when the lead for the Mavs that was 10 ended up coming back into the Nets favor, and that's when they really made their run. So a big decision by Steve Nash. The Mavericks can't hit threes. We'll talk about it and break it all down on tonight's Lockdown Mavs.
0: The New York Knicks pulled themselves out of a rut with the help of R.J. Barrett. Barrett had seven threes and a career-scoring night to help New York beat San Antonio. And Locked On Knicks says the way New York won should have Knicks fans feeling pretty good.
5: Guys, this is Gavin Shaw of the Locked On Knicks podcast, and boy, do I have some good news for Knicks fans. R.J. Barrett is back. Mitchell Robinson is back. The New York Knicks are back in the win column. Finally, a 121-109 victory over the San Antonio Spurs to end a three-game losing streak that felt longer than three games. And Barrett, in particular, was incredible tonight. Mired in the league's worst shooting slump from three, literally, over the last month. He broke out in a big way, going 7-of-8 from distance, matching a career high with 32 points. Generally looked a lot more engaged defensively, through some great passes. It was the game that everyone was waiting for from Barrett. Similar stuff from Mitchell Robinson, benched for the first time all season in favor of Nerland's Noel. Mitch played with force and coordination on both ends of the court that just has not been seen since last season. Had seven offensive rebounds in his first 12 minutes on the court and was generally a presence around the basket on both ends. Julius Randle made some big shots down the stretch. All of it added up to a Knicks victory. Was it the biggest deal in the world that they beat an 8-15 Spurs team? Not necessarily. It was the way they did it, though, that mattered. A much-needed feel-good win for the New York Knicks. Signing off, Gavin Shaw, Locked on Knicks.
0: That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your team, make your second listen Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked on your team every day.